that but here on earth you live a victorious life you know you can't get saved and say well bless God I'm saved I'll just put her on cruise and wait for me to die or wait for the Jesus to come back and I'll just live like the devil the rest of the time no 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 we don't live that way don't preach that way and that's not what the Bible teaches okay you get radically saved and you have a changed life you forsake the sin and you follow after Christ now that's Peter's preaching the people had before them a man miraculously healed and the apostles who had been following Jesus and when he was crucified should have been running and hiding. And now they're out here in the public preaching and testifying that he's alive and putting their life on the line. Now, beloved, that's what God has called us to do, to put our life on the line out there. He's called us to live like believers. We are to be different. We are not to have a conversation that's full of filth and garbage. We are not to entertain ourselves with filthy stuff because we have been redeemed from that. That drags us down. That causes us to lose our victory in Christ. That will lead you to a life of ruin. Anybody that's ever started out following Christ and then got entangled in sin again and found themselves mired down in sin and losing out with God knows the truth of what I'm saying right now. It is not a pretty picture, is it, David Gillette? It is not something you want to go through, okay? So accept Christ. Make Him Lord of your life and begin to follow after him. Jesus did not say, come and be a member of a church. Come and get soaking wet in the Baptist. Jesus said, come follow me. This is how we know if there's been a transformation, if there's been a conversion experience, if you're truly saved. Are you following Christ? Now, we come to chapter 4 this morning. And would you look in chapter 4 with me in your Bible, right there on your lap, I hope. And as we go through this, uh, I'm going to have a couple of points in here where there will be some humorous things. There will also be some very serious testimonies here this morning. I've asked a couple of people to share their testimony. Maybe they're going to share how they were saved, or maybe they're going to share that and what God has done just recently in their life. I'm going to give them the liberty to do that. Because you see, part of what we're going to talk about this morning is this idea that ordinary people, which were James and John, ordinary people, believers, do one thing. They witness they bear witness. The Bible says they proclaim the resurrection of Jesus. Now, church, it's our job as believers to proclaim the resurrection of Jesus. That's what witnessing is. He's alive, and he did this for me. He forgave my sins. He healed me. He restored me. He's given me joy, and he's given me power to witness and to share Christ with others. The second thing we're going to talk about is praying, and it says they raise their voices together in prayer. And then we're going to talk about this third thing, and that is sharing. So, ordinary people witnessing, praying, and sharing. That's the little outline of the message this morning. That's the track I'm going to run on. So, in Acts chapter 4, 
we read that as a result of their witnessing of the man being healed, the miraculous manifestation of the power of the risen Christ in their midst, and Peter preaching in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and He shall send Jesus, which before was preached unto you. And people got saved. And then in Acts chapter 4, as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached, pre preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in hold until the next day, for it was now evening. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed. Well, wouldn't you? I mean... If, for example, there was someone here this morning and, and a miracle took place in their life and I told you that it was the power of God that did it, not me, but I, I was just a, a vessel used of Him and that this Jesus is the one that did it. He's risen from the grave. If you're a sinner, you can be saved. Ask forgiveness of your sins. Wouldn't you accept that? How many of you would accept that Jesus is alive if you saw a manifestation of His power? If you saw it unquestionable, okay, undeniable. And wouldn't it follow suit that if I also told you, you could be used of God to minister to people and see miracles take place, but first things first, you need forgiveness of your sins, you need to get in the boat with Jesus, you need to quit living the way you're living and start living for God, and God will use you too. Now, doesn't that make sense that many people are going to believe that? I tell you the truth, they are. Every day, thousands, thousands the worldwide are coming in to the fold are experiencing the power of God in their lives.